0: Today on Drawing Near, as we examine the biblical husband and his submission to his wife, Paul uses the Lord Jesus as a loving model for husbands to follow. So open your Bibles and turn to Ephesians 5, verses 25 through 27, as we study Christ's example. Before we begin, let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Father, we thank you for your Word, we thank you for your instruction on how to live in a way that is pleasing to you, that is godly. Help us to understand that all of these teachings are for all of us, even if we are not in a marital relationship. It is important that we understand your truths concerning marriage so that we can counsel and encourage others, pray for one another, and even understand how these truths apply to other areas of our lives. So give us understanding. Open our eyes to your truth. Speak to us. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 through 27, we read these words. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her to sanctify her by cleansing her with the washing of the water by the word, so that he may present the church to himself as glorious, not having a stain or wrinkle or any such blemish, but holy and blameless. As we continue our study of believers submitting to one another, we come to the role of the husband. In Ephesians 5, verse 25, we see husbands love your wives. But rather than tell us what that looks like in terms of the husband-wife relationship here on earth, Paul, being led by the Spirit of God, uses Jesus Christ as an example of how husbands are to lovingly submit to their wives. And remember, submission is placing yourself under the authority or the needs of the other individual. So husbands are to love their wives, in verse 25, as Christ loved the church. That is, as high a standard as there can be. Christ loved the church more than anyone can love anyone else. Christ loved the church so much that he left heaven, he became a human, he lived a sinless life, he suffered humiliation and shame. He endured the cross. That's what is meant by as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. And being without sin, his expression of love contained no selfishness. It was perfect, without sin, without spot or blemish in and of himself. And it followed perfectly the purposes and the designs of God. He loved the church in a way. No one can or has loved another on this planet. The picture that we see so far of husbands and wives is this. Wives are to look to their husbands and place themselves under the husband's authority because the husband is the head of the wife. And husbands are to love their wives as Christ loved the church and give themselves for their wives not give themselves simply to their wives, but give themselves up for their wives. There is this reciprocal relationship of seeking to serve one another that is to be in the husband and wife relationship. We will look further at how this is lived out in the husband's role in our next study. But for now, let's look at Christ's example. Because we're told Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, And then we're told why. First, to sanctify her by cleansing her with the washing of the water by the word. What Jesus did was he gave his life for the church, his bride, in order to sanctify her, in order to make her holy, in order to redeem her. It says here that he he gave himself up so that he might sanctify her by cleansing her with the washing of the water by the word. In other words, his desire was to enable her, the church, to receive cleansing from her sins and her impurities through the washing of the holy word of God. So one of the things we see here is this. Our sanctification, our cleansing as the body of Christ, comes as a result of the Word of God working within us, that should immediately tell us a couple of things here. One, we can't hope to become what God desires us to be apart from being in the Word of God. Along with that, being in the Word of God, walking in the Word of God by faith, will result in our sanctification, in our becoming more holy, more like Christ all the time. The other thing we learn here is this, when Jesus loved the church and gave himself up for the church, all of his work was to put her in a position that she might not only be justified by faith, but also sanctified by the word. It is God's will that every believer be sanctified, be mature, be cleansed through faithful obedience to God's word. That is powerful. It doesn't say he gave himself for her simply to save her. No, he gave himself for her to sanctify her. Why? Well, verse 27 says, so that he may present the church to himself as glorious. Christ does this for the church so that he might present the church to himself as glorious. Our sanctification is glorious to Christ. Our holiness is glorious to Christ. And our desire should be to participate in this union in heaven when Christ presents the church to himself as glorious and to be cleansed, to be sanctified, to be mature, to be complete. All that this means, our desire, since Jesus paid so high a price for this to take place, is to cooperate, to love him, and to respond to him in this work of sanctification. And his goal, the description of the glorious church, is not having a stain or wrinkle or any such blemish. Now, can I relate this a little bit to ladies? I think that's what Paul was doing. I don't know women who want to walk around with stains on their clothes or stains on their body. Women want to be clean, stain-free. There's a whole enterprise out there that feeds off of a woman's desire not to have wrinkles or blemishes. And I'm not poking fun at women. Not at all. Because Christ desires to present the church to himself glorious, not having any sinful blemishes, sinful stains. He wants us to be sanctified. Rather than having stain or wrinkle or blemish, God wants the church, Jesus wants the church for himself to be holy and blameless. And so we are told in this passage that husbands are to love their wives just as Christ loved the church. And we'll look at what that means next time. But for now, let's make sure we focus as the body of Christ, as the church of Christ, on cooperating with the Holy Spirit and the Word of God in being sanctified, holy, and blameless. Because one day there is going to be this glorious union in heaven in which Jesus Christ is going to present the church to himself. We need to rejoice and give thanks to God for the love of Christ for the church. And in preparation for our next study, This kind of love is to be in the home. A husband is to display and live out this love in the home toward his wife. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this brief but pointed, needed understanding of what Jesus came to do and why he did it, what he desired the result of his sacrifice to be, And help us, Father, not to waste any effort in being holy and blameless. Help us to live without spot or blemish, without wrinkle or stain. Help us, Father, to commit to the purity that should be in every marital relationship, and even more so in our spiritual relationship with Christ. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.